God, if you're listening to me, to the voice of Adesua Oni, the step-up nurse, and I'm the founder of Pregnancy Support Foundation. I'm also the founder of Step-up Nurse Academy, which is a place of growth for registered nurses and student nurses. So in this recording, I'll be talking about the indications for cesarean section, right? The indications for cesarean section. That is why or what are the reasons what are the reasons why cesarean sections um carried out for different people right so now what i would like you to know is that the indication for cesarean section for one person differs from the indication for another person so for a woman a our indication may be totally different from woman b and may be totally different from woman c it might even be rare for you to find someone else had the same indication for surgery as you right so now follow me as i talk about the different reasons why women are asked or women are planned for cesarean section right like emergency cesarean section like right we know there are different types of cesarean section right elective and emergency right the elective cesarean section is the one you opted for yourself you asked you requested to have the cesarean section it was planned all along before you fell into labor while an emergency cesarean section is one that came up along the line so these indications i'm talking about here are majorly for the um emergency um cesarean section the one that came up without your planning to have it done right so the first indication i'll talk about is prolonged labor right now when there's prolonged labor even from the word from the sound of it you can see that labor has lasted longer than it actually should so if um your health professional observes you and sees that oh this labor has stayed too long has stalled too long there's something we call stalled labor there's something we call failure to progress right you might be in labor for a period of time and all of a sudden the progression stops right the labor process stops or is stalled or it becomes delayed for a protracted period of time this is one of the commonest reasons why women are planned for cesarean section right at least it takes up up to one third of the reasons why people are asked to go for cesarean section right according to the center for disease control and prevention prolonged labor happens when a new mother that is a first timer a first um, woman that is given birth to her first child is in labor for more than 20 hours that is close to a whole day right so now when you have when you're being in labor for more than 20 hours as a first timer then it is termed as prolonged labor while for people that have had children before maybe a second or third or fourth timer when you're being in labor for more than 14 hours your labor is said to have become prolonged right so <clears throat> babies that are too large for the birth canal um slow cervical thinning right because your cervix has to thin out when labor is progressing and the baby is about to be out so when there's slow thinning out of your cervix and then when you're carrying multiples these are things that can cause prolonged labor right now i'm going to this next indication which is abnormal positioning right there is a particular positioning that makes labor go smoothly and quickly right and that is the head first position when the head is coming out first then the rest of the body is coming out next right 
Now, to have a successful vaginal birth, babies should be positioned head first near the birth canal, right? But sometimes some babies decide not to come head first. They come with their buttocks or with their shoulders or with any other part of the body presenting. So abnormal positioning is one reason for cesarean section now. Right now, the third indication is fetal distress. That is, if the baby, a baby inside your uterus is called fetus, right? <laughs> so if there's distress, if your baby is distressed, it is picked when the fetal heart rate is listened to with a fetoscope, right? Most of the time, or with a sonicate, when they listen to your baby's heart rate and they see that, oh, this heart rate is too fast, it might be an indication that your baby is in distress, right? And then if there's no um, enough oxygen supply to your baby, it means that the baby is in distress and the best thing to do at that time is to take out the baby as quickly as possible, right? So the next indication is fetal defects, right? Some babies come <clears throat> to the world or they come around with fetal um, defects, right? Like hydrocephalus, congenital heart disease. We have different kinds of um, congenital heart diseases. If a child, if a baby is noticed to have those defects, sometimes you're <clears throat> asked to go for a cesarean section to reduce the complications related to the uh, a normal delivery process, right? Now, the fifth indication is a repeat cesarean section. If you are at the first cesarean section, <clears throat> in some of the cases, you are um, recommended to have another cesarean section. But now, about 90% of women who have had a cesarean section can deliver vaginally in their next delivery. So there is no other fast through. You should be allowed to go through a VBAC, right? That is vaginal birth after a cesarean. So if you had had a cesarean, you should be given an opportunity, right, to have a vaginal birth. Moms should, moms to be should talk with their physicians or talk with their health professionals or their doctors or obstetricians or midwives to decide whether they want a VBAC or whether they want a repeat cesarean section as their best or safest option. So these options will be weighed between you and the health professional. Things will be talked, um, will be discussed and then you come to an agreement, right? Now the next indication is chronic health condition. So if the mother in question, a pre- the pregnant woman that is about to get into labor already in labor has a heart condition. There is a high probability that the woman will be recommended to go for a cesarean section. Um, examples of these heart conditions are high blood pressure, gestational diabetes, heart disease, you know, chronic heart disease, right? So if the if a woman has had heart disease for quite some time and you want to go pass her through the process, the stress of labor, it may not be so advisable, right? So vaginal delivery with one of these conditions may be dangerous for the mother because labor is already a stressful um, situation and can heighten the danger that is related to this pre-existing health condition, right? So also, doctors will suggest for you to have a cesarean um, delivery if you have HIV or if you have genital herpes or any other infection that can be transferred vaginally to your baby so that the baby will escape that vaginal route, right? The ba- you are advised to have a cesarean section, right? Now, the next indication is called prolapse. So there is um, the cord that supplies oxygen and food to your baby and it's called the umbilical now when this cord slips through the cervix before your baby is born it's called a cord prolapse so this if there's a cord prolapse 
there is a reduced blood flow to your baby that will now put the baby at risk of dying right so it is rare but it still happens to some people and it's a very serious condition in this kind of case an emerg- very em- as an, if there's something like very very emergency right an emergency zero section is carried out right the next indication is cephalopelvic disproportion we have talked a little about this when we talked about prolonged labor right so when the cpd cephalopelvic disproportion is um a situation where your the pelvis of the mother is too small or the baby is too big for a bed delivery right for a vaginal delivery so it's good to have a pelvic assessment done while you're pregnant right this is why we encourage people to have a facility-based pregnancy facility-based antenatal care in a good hospital right so if you had antenatal um, um visits this would have been noticed why because they would have written out some um investigations for you to do you'd have had to do an ultrasound right so from the ultrasound you should have been detected that this baby is bigger than your pelvis and they would have advised you not to have a vaginal delivery right so the next indication is placental problems we have two major placental problems right that's um placenta abruptio and placenta previa so if there are problems um yeah if these two problems exist you are advised to have a cesarean section right now placenta previa is when the when your plant when the baby's placenta is lying very low close to the cervix and this is not good right the baby if the placenta is trying to come before the baby it's totally not good it can lead to a lot of bleeding right so <clears throat> also placenta abruptio is when the placenta separates suddenly from the um, body of the uterus right so if the placenta suddenly separates it can cause the child to have to lose oxygen supply right so according to american um pregnancy association placenta previa happens to one in every 200 pregnant women and about one percent of pregnant women experience placenta abruption so facility-based delivery is just the best if you're if you're experiencing any placental issues or placental problems right so next indication which is the tenth one i'm talking about is the uh, multiple babies if you're carrying more than one baby two twins triplets quadruplets it's best for you to have a cesarean section because it can lead to prolonged labor which can in turn put you in distress or put one of the babies in distress either way a cesarean section is often like the safest route for you to have your baby if you're scared of one thing or the other or if your health professional is concerned about one thing or the other regarding your delivery right so i wish you all the best with your delivery and i wish that everything will go well with your pregnancy and your delivery and after your delivery right so please do well to be a part of pregnancy support um foundation academy reach out to the person that sent you this um recording to send you the link to be a part of this academy right we'll be excited to have you on board once again i am adeswa the stepped up nurse founder of pregnancy support foundation